welcome to the Healthy Catholic Moms podcast, where we make moving and nourishing our bodies a priority so that we not only fulfill our vocations, but excel in our callings. I'm Brittany Pearson, a Catholic wife, mom, and personal trainer, and I'm here to help you build healthy habits that actually fit your life. I am here to teach you how to get the results that you want and maintain the results that you want without spending hours at the gym or meal prepping all weekend long. I understand. I am right here with you, getting my workouts done in the nooks and crannies of time, looking up recipes while nursing babies, and trying to prioritize my own health amidst everything else going on. But I have really good news for you. You can get the results you want in less time without doing hours of cardio and restrictive dieting. I am going to teach you how to use strength training and eating in a macro balanced way to get you feeling so good in your skin, full of energy and strong to carry out your life, okay? (laughs) On this podcast, we'll delve into how to lose fat in a simple, sustainable way, what your workouts and nutrition should look like during different seasons of life, like during pregnancy and postpartum times, We'll also discuss healthy, quick meals and how to get them on the table, make food that kids will actually want to eat, mom hacks for making your day run more smoothly, and so much more. All the while with continuous encouragement to stay the course and live with discipline. This is a place where we're striving to steward our bodies well in order to joyfully serve. I am so happy you're here. Let's dive in. Hi, friends. Welcome to today's podcast. Welcome one and all, especially my fellow book lovers, because if you clicked on this today, it's probably because you enjoy reading. I doubt a non-reader would be apt to click this, but maybe you are a person who once enjoyed reading, used to enjoy reading, and has been out of it for a little bit, been out of the game. And that's totally fine. That's totally okay. I commiserate with you. And I think that, you know, Some people hate the word seasons, but there are seasons where it's like we cannot fathom doing another thing. And then there's seasons where we're like, wow, I can't fathom not reading. And me personally, I was a huge reader. And then I did not barely read for probably like one to two years in there in I think what it was like about when I had two kids. And I think that tipped me into non-reading. And Um, Now recently have been like back into it. I mentioned when we were talking about the goals episodes, if you were around for that, that I had set the goal of reading 23 books for 2023. And I just like totally stopped keeping track because it really became more of like, all right, Britt, you need to do some other things (laughs) besides read, besides finish up this book. So I compiled a little list for you today. Again, wherever you're at, if you're devouring books left and right, if you're thinking, oh, maybe I'll get back into reading. This obviously, this is a healthy Catholic moms podcast. So, um, I picked books for this list that I think will help you in one of those departments, like being, becoming the healthiest version of yourself, the books that will help you in your motherhood because they helped me. Now I think books are a very personal thing where they, you know, two people can read the same book and it hits you totally differently, or you read the same book five years ago and then present day. And it hits you totally differently. I think the scriptures are the same way. I'll read a passage and be like, wow, I've literally never thought of this. And I've read this hundreds of times. Um, And I feel like that with books, there have been some books that I thought were absolutely earth shattering, life changing. And then I go back and read them and they just don't hit the same. You're like, wow, this hits different. Like five years later, 10 years later, whatever. 
because a lot of times I think it's just what you need to hear right then. I have talked about books a lot on this podcast because I do think it's a great way to continue growing to, I, I just find it helpful to have something maybe, I don't think other people always think it's interesting, but I'd say interesting to talk about even with my husband and close friends, things like that, you know, um, especially for those of us who are stay-at-home moms, but, or just are, you know, working moms and then you're at work and then you're home with your kids and maybe like you work in a cubicle too. So it's like, for those of you who work from home where you're not really talking to other people and then you're with your kids the other time and, you know, kids are great and all of that. But a lot of times, like for me, my oldest is six, you know, I'm not getting the most stimulating thoughts, conversations, et cetera. So, um, it's a good way to make sure I'm putting some new perspectives in there into my brain. I mean, you know, some new perspectives. I'm pondering different things. I'm taking it in. I'm hopefully growing a little bit, learning new things. So I'm not going to sit here and pontificate on the great things of reading. You probably did click on this episode because you agree. But um, I just wanted to say that I have talked about books a lot on here before, and I don't think I've shared any of these titles. And it's just a funny little number of eight that I picked today because I fully intended on doing 10. And I sat here racking my brain like, ah, I know, but I've said that one before. Oh, but this. And I've stuck to, I think everything is nonfiction. So I did read some good fiction books this year. I did join a book club for the first time, which I was super pumped about to hopefully start um, reading more of a variety of books. Oh, shoot. As I'm talking, I feel like there's a biography I forgot to write in here because I did read some really good biographies this year and I don't have any biographies on the list, but maybe I'll put them in the show notes if I remember as a bonus or send it out in an email as a bonus. But that's why we've got eight was I didn't want to have to trim any off and make it five and it was not quite dead. So uh, number one is the book Forever Strong by Dr. Gabrielle Lyon. I've talked about her a lot on this podcast. She has a podcast that I listen to, not religiously, I don't listen to every single episode, but I have listened to, I have followed her for a while. She is very knowledgeable in nutrition. She talks a ton about eating high protein diets. And in this book, she goes into a little bit of the why, but also really sets you up for how to age well. And explains like a lot of what I try to explain in my challenges and here on the podcast and things like that of like nuanced concepts, like say everyone always says, okay, your metabolism slows down right after 30 or after whatever, but why? Okay. And I've talked about that on here before. So maybe you can already answer that like, oh, because you start losing muscle mass and that affects your metabolism, et cetera. But what can we do about it? How do we replace the muscle mass? All of that. And she gets a little bit more science, scientific. I was going to say sciencey. <laughs> I usually do on the podcast just because I try to break it down even further. But if you like that, you and I don't think it's too much. For those of us who don't like too much scientific explanation, I don't think it's too much personally. And for those who do enjoy it, it might just help give you even more insight it's a great book. Can't recommend enough. I think there's, I don't know if it's an audible, but I know that there's a listing option as well. I just got it on my Kindle. So, um, number two, and these are not in any kind of order. Number two is the book teaching from rest. This is aimed at homeschool moms, but I do think any mom could benefit from it. Really, really good. I love the author, Sarah McKenzie. She also has a podcast called read aloud revival and, that's definitely more of a homeschool kind of vibe, but the book is excellent. It's just really 
I could have gone through, I was just messaging a friend about this this week. I said, like, I could have highlighted every sentence, every word on every page. I was like, that's fantastic. She pulls great quotes out. I read it this, um, I read it years ago, actually a couple of years ago. And then I reread it this summer to kind of gear up to start the homeschool year. And it was really, really helpful. It still is like her, I, her voice just pops in my head. Like hopefully maybe some of mine does sometimes for you. I'm like, whoop, did you eat enough protein? Oh, veggies. Like I think when I'm starting to feel like, oh my gosh, I've accomplished nothing today. Like all we've done is this one math lesson or this, that I'm like, nope, I am doing exactly what I'm supposed to be. I am present in what I'm doing. It's really great. Okay. Number three is the power of one more. I believe I've talked about this one, but I'm pretty confident I only read it over the past year too. So I don't know if I have on the podcast. This is by Ed Milet and he has a podcast as well. I guess the first three people, all the podcasts, uh, but this is a great book. There were, I really had to try to narrow down. Um, if I was only going to pick a couple kind of quote unquote personal development, I'd say all these are personal development because you're growing as a person with them. But I've mentioned a lot of other ones like Atomic Habits, like the power of habit, like what most successful people do in the morning, all those kinds of books. Um, what's that other one I love? Uh, seven highlights, seven habits of highly effective people. We all know and love that one probably, but books like that, where this book was interesting because I, I think it wrapped up a lot of these concepts in one book. So the power of one more again is what it's called. What I really liked about it is that it talked about how we need to kind of change our identity around things in order to make lasting change. It does talk about habits. It does talk about healthy tendencies, all these things. But it also goes into how much you need to like actually change how you think and feel about yourself. And it's not woo-woo. I'm not woo-woo. But for example, I think a concept in there was about like the thermostat of the room. Like if you think that you're set at 68, like you're going to hang out with people who are set at 68. You're going to live up to being 68 degrees. Like that's just what you know yourself as. So as soon as you raise the thermostat to like 70, 72, you're going to want to fight to get back to that 68 or you still live like you're at the 68 because that's all you've known. So you have to actually think about the way that you have changed and what your new identity is. And I think it's really helpful. He makes a lot of analogies to health and fitness. So you don't even have to make that stretch for yourself. But I see this a lot where it's like, no, a lot of clients I've worked with are just stuck in the idea that they are just not a fit person or they're just not an active person or they're just not a healthy person. And they are doing healthy habits and they are even improving and seeing physical and mental benefits. But in their head, they are still stuck as that's not me. I'm this person. So I thought it was a really helpful book in that regard. Okay. Number four, I think I put on the book list last year. We did I pulled all of you for a book list for 2023 and I added a couple. It's called The World's Fittest Book. And my friend and Chasing Greatness group member suggested it to me. And I read it when I was pregnant with my third. And it is what got me inspired to get my butt <laughs> in gear and try to do something hard after having him. And that's when I decided to do the 50 mile race and stuff. But um, he, it's, I think there's probably some caveats I have to say in there. I'm sure there's some language things or sexual things or something like a couple possibly because he just writes it as like a biography, autobiography, whatever. I don't agree with, you know, I don't really know anything about the man's personal life, but it's an inspiring book when you're looking at physical feats and things like that. Um, the author's Ross Edgley. 
And again, that's the world's fittest book. Okay, one, two, three, four more. So we are halfway. The next two, same author and shocker, they have a podcast. (laughs) I don't know if Ross Edgley does. He might, or at least he's probably been on people's, if not. But I tried to pare down and just uh, pick one of these books by this author, but they're both great. I want to share both. I'm probably I might have talked about the first one before the mission of motherhood and the life giving table. Both are by Sally Clarkson. I love Sally Clarkson. A lot of you listening probably really familiar with her and are raising your hands and nodding like, yeah, Sally, (laughs) because she's I don't remember how I was like how she came into my sphere, how I was introduced to her. I think I was reading a blog or something random and I heard about the book, The Mission of Motherhood, the first one. So my first, I think, entry, introduction, anything into her, I think, was this book. It's really great. She's very scriptural based. She's not Catholic, I don't think. Um, Very, very solid Christian. So again, you're going to get more of a scripture based than like church or saints or anything like that. But she also, like I said, has a podcast and I actually have a lot of different books of hers. And again, a lot of you probably do and are <laughs> listening to this. So I didn't know she was such a thing until then. I started once I read the first book, I started hearing her interviewed on other people's podcasts and other people that I look up to and listen to or follow in the homeschool space, especially are like, oh, yeah, Sally, like she's the goat, apparently. And I had no idea. So for good reason, I love her books. So the mission of motherhood is excellent. And then the life giving table, I'm actually not finished with, but I'm like 80% through on my Kindle. And um, so mission of motherhood in general is like just very, what I liked about it the most was the idea of using biblical principles and discipline. And that's been something we've done a lot in our house, which I think works really well with younger kids too, because instead of like, no, don't do that to your brother. It's okay. Treat others is you want to be treated and using scripture to correct. And it's been really awesome. Honestly, the kids can finish. My two-year-old could finish the sentence when I'm like, nope, we don't do that because mom just told you not to. And God says, obey your He's like, parents <laughs> and things like that. So, and again, the treat others, you want to be treated. That all came up really, you know, they all started doing it really early. So that book was great. And then life-giving table is all about, like hospitality, nurturing your family through. It's not at all like a cooking book or make this for this holiday or this or that. It's more, again, concepts, but there are tangible tips and things like that too. And she's been through a lot of seasons of life, lived in like small apartments, big houses, those kinds of things. So it's really, it's really, I don't know, motivating to me, a good reality check for me. I like her tone. I like her attitude in the books of like very realistic though, but okay. Some days you also just throw out a snack plate and call it dinner, but it's all about the way you're doing it and the posture behind it and all of that, like people first. So I really, really like that book. Again, I need to still finish it, but it's great so far. And then last two, these ones are actually a little bit more quote unquote business, but I think you guys would like them even if you don't um, necessarily you know, have a business or anything like that or or care much about business books. The first is The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. And I believe I've talked about this. This one is one of those very simple concept books (laughs) that I just read at the right time, I think. So it may or may not do it for you, but it's 
essentially the idea of day after day, we're either getting closer to our goals or we're falling farther away from them. Or we're either getting healthier day by day or getting more unhealthy day by day. But it goes more into it's more nuanced than that. I really liked it. Again, talks about business a little bit of like each day you're either going to become more successful business or less successful, but I think everyone can benefit from it. And the last one, this is just a fun one I don't think I've ever talked about on here. Maybe I have, but it's called Never Split the Difference. <laughs> and again, some of you might be like, when if, if and when you're reading it, might think like, this is so random. Why did Brittany suggest this one? And some of you might really enjoy it. It is. So I'll give you kind of the, you know, the gist of it was a man who was like a, a hostage negotiator. I want to say for the FBI, but it's I haven't read it in a couple of years. I think I read it two or three years ago. But he was definitely a hostage negotiator. Again, I think FBI, I don't know what. It was very high up. Like he was a big, big deal hostage negotiator. And he's giving negotiation tips. Now, it could be just looked at as a business book. But honestly, I have not used any of it in business. But I have in real life, like little funny tips, uh, such as people always want to say no. So if you call somebody and instead of saying hey, is this a good time? The human nature, the human inclination, they're going to want to say no. So instead, when you call someone, you just say, hey, is this a bad time? And they'll be like, well, no, because you want to say no first. And that even just that little tip, like, wow, that's really revolutionized by getting things done and calling people. It's, it's very interesting. I'm a terrible negotiator. I hate calling about a phone bill or this or that. And, uh, it has helped me grow a little bit in this area, get some skills. So truly I don't use it at all. I can, I'm being completely honest with you. I don't negotiate with anybody, (laughs) no challenge or clients or anything. It's purely for just like personal life. And it was really entertaining to read because each chapter starts with a story of when he was doing his hostage negotiations and then goes into the tip. So entertaining if you like that kind of thing. All right. I will try to think. I know there are some biographies that were uh, inspiring and funny and whatever to me. So I'll try to think on that. But otherwise, I hope this gives you a little bit. I like to always have a running notes list on my phone so that I can never have to be like, oh, what am I going to read next? You know, just look and see. So like I said, I left fiction off because I do think fiction is really personal as well. But I would love your feedback. I would love to hear even selfishly just (laughs) for myself, your top reads, maybe from last year, maybe ever. And, you know, we could share out some other ideas, maybe the next couple. I'm going to be pre-recording a little bit, but that some episodes down the road, then even once we get into like April-ish, second quarter of the year, if we all start running out of book ideas, you have book ideas you'd love to share. Please email me, Brittany at healthycatholicmoms.com. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And next episode, we are going to talk about five ways to care for yourself as a busy mom. And they're going to be helpful. You know me. It's not going to be frou-frou. <laughs> Go take a second in the closet and <laughs> inhale some chocolate and whatever. But truly ways that you can make sure that you are running on and firing on all cylinders. All right. I will talk to you then. Have a great rest of your day. Bye.